Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's May 26th, uh, 2021. We are almost halfway through the year. Uh, one of my boys, Tuck, he had asked a question uh, last Wednesday on our accountability call. When was the last time you pulled out your goals that you had set in December or put into play in early January? And how far or how close are you to reaching those goals? And that's something that I think the date, and I've talked about this before, is like February 23rd is the, the most common date that people stop chasing their New Year's resolutions or goals that they had set. Um, so it's a good question to ask yourself, you know, where are you at in reference to the goals that you set in January? And one of the the reasons that people stop, a big reason that people stop chasing their goals is they get stuck. And I got air quotes when I say stuck. And today's podcast is really going to focus on getting unstuck. I think it's a part of life. Um, no matter what your craft, no matter what your profession, no matter what you're going through, if you're consistent in your efforts, you're going to run into some struggles or you're going to hit that plateau, um, almost like when you're lifting and you know you plateau out. You're not making, you're not seeing any gains, you're not uh, increasing your weight, you're kind of stuck. One of the things I've thought about and really focused on uh, last couple of years, I would say is, you know, sometimes what you're, what you're focused on or what you want uh, at times, it can be multiple things that contradict each other. And when they, when your, your goals or your dreams or your desires contradict each other, sometimes we get to a point where we get neither one. So today I kind of want to dive into that. And to be honest, as you, as you think about what you want most and when it's multiple things, you've also got to understand that what you want, whatever you want most, it's going to cost you something. And when I say it's going to cost you something, I kind of put it into four different categories. Um, those four different categories is one, it's going to cost you your old self. What do I mean by that? I'll explain it here in a minute. Two, it's going to cost you time. What do I mean by that? I'm explaining that to you in a minute as well. But basically four different areas. It's going to cost you your old self. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost what you, it's going to cost you what you used to uh, label or deem as fun for the most part, not all of it, but some of it. And then also it's going to cost you old habits. So I guess your old self and old habits can fall in the same category. But as you think about those four areas, you've really got to get into, you know, why are you stuck? How do you get unstuck? Right. And I posted this quote the other day on uh, Instagram or Facebook or who knows, maybe it was both. But it said, uh, what was it? Most people don't know what they want, but they know they want something different than they have. So right there is one of the big, big challenges. You've got to identify what is it exactly that you want. And if you have multiple wants, prioritize them. What's most important and go after that first. Because when we, like I said earlier, when we attack multiple goals or multiple dreams or desires at times that can contradict each other. So neither one end up, end up coming to fruition. But as you think about what it's going to cost you, let's, let's first break it down or go into like the old self. And what I mean by your old self, if it's, and I'm going to give some real general examples and then we'll dive deeper into those examples because these are just common things that people think about when they say they want things out of life. Excuse me. So fitness, as you think about, you want to get in the best shape of your life. There's got to be certain things that you're doing differently than what you had done in the past. And when I say doing differently with fitness, you know, your diet, are you eating right? 
not most of the time, all the time, are you eating right? Now I get a cheat meal here and there, but literally overall, are you changing your diet? Are you creating better eating habits, eating more healthier food? Uh, sleep, and I can't say I'm the best at this, but with your sleep, how many hours of sleep are you getting a night? And it does vary for everyone. Everyone doesn't need eight to 10 hours of sleep. I don't care what anyone says, um, but are you getting enough sleep so you feel rested? Exercise. Are you consistent in your exercise routines? And when I say consistent, I'm not talking about like one to two days a week. Like this needs to be something where you're consistent, like three to four, five times, six times a week, you're working out, you're getting that heart rate up. And these are things that a lot of times we say, oh, well, I'm going to the gym three or four times a week, but are you doing those other things? Are you sleeping? Are you, are you eating right? Are you doing some mental, physical, spiritual development? Because as you start to get in shape, it can't just be your body. You've got to get your mind in shape too. So that's just one, like the fitness category. And there's plenty of other things you can dive into. But if you're not doing some of those things, you know why you're not seeing the results that you want to see. The other, like another one, I'll give you two other ones really quickly. Uh, business. As you think about business, you know, you may want to be great. Everybody wants to be great in what they do, right? But you've also got to think about how are you showing up? Because when you decide whether whatever your craft is, and that's one of the big things you've got to do first is what is your craft? Like, what is it that, what is your specialty? What do you want to be good at? And then as you, as you do that, when I talk about it's going to cost your old self, you can't just show up on time. Like that, that's expected. That's not great. That's not, that's not even average anymore. That's just, that's an expectation. That's bare minimum. Show up on time. If you want to be great, you can't just be doing like what's expected. If your target or your goal is, we want to go into that. You've got to stop doing like the the average. You've got to start exceeding expectations. The other piece is, we talked about showing up on time. Show up early. Start having a plan for why you're doing what you're doing. Be a great listener. Do more actions than talking. Uh, you know, do personal development. Be a great. I said be a great listener already, but be coachable. Take calculated risk. Stop being afraid of failure. Stop being afraid of making a mistake. No one's perfect. You're going to make mistakes. The thing is, can you learn from it? And like I said, many times we're expecting a reward because we showed up to work. Now, your paycheck is your is your reward if you're just showing up. That's not an expectation that you're going to get promoted. That's not an expectation that you're changing the business. And if you're not doing those things on a regular basis, stop expecting those things. Let's jump out of the business aspect of it and look into most people say, I want more money. I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. And as you think about that, what are you doing to help create that wealth or that, that, uh, being financially well off? You know, if you're someone, obviously you're paying your bills on time. That's cool. That again, becomes an expectation, but then you start talking about how are you accumulating wealth? You know, are you doing things that are producing money without you actually doing work? Good question to ask, right? And that's where I talk about focusing on your craft. Are you doing things that are going to help you be the best in your craft so that you can figure out how you do that? The other piece is, in if you've read that Rich Dad Poor Dad book, you you probably understand it. But as you think about like your 401k and you think about uh, just your savings accounts, because that's something that I was really big on. I got to make sure I got a savings account. I'm not saying I always had a whole bunch of money in it. <laughs> that definitely wasn't the case. But as you think about it, you know you're getting less than 1% back on the year for your savings account. But now as you start to think about 
if you took half that amount of money or you took 75% of that money and put it in the market, you're going to look at getting a 10, 20% return on that money. So you think about the rich getting richer. That's why they're investing less in their savings accounts and putting more in investments because their money is going to grow that much quicker. And yeah, it can be a little riskier, but as we talked about a little bit ago, no risk, no reward. So if you want to be great, it's going to cost you something. If you want to get better in what you're doing, it's going to cost you something. So breaking down these categories, we're talking through right now, just like your old self. What do you need to change to get to where you want to be at, right? The other thing is time. Like this is one of the things you can't get back. And this is one of the most important things is where is your time going? As you think about your time, you've got to spend your time differently if you want to get unstuck. You know, you probably, regardless of what you're stuck in, I can give you some very general things that you probably need to stop doing. Stop watching so much TV. <laughs> uh, stop focusing on so many other people's problems. Focus on yourself. Get yourself unstuck first. But there's also things that not just stopping, but when you start doing things that are productive and that live into your craft, it's automatically going to make you stop doing some of those things that are less important. And when I say less important, they're not adding as much value to your life. And that really, like, you got to start focusing on what, what is your craft? You've got to identify what is your craft. And to be honest, if it's something to where, I'll use myself, I knew working in a call center was not necessarily going to be my craft. I, it's not what I wanted to do for a living, but that didn't mean that while I was at work, I just completely stopped doing my job. It was be really good at my job, but also start thinking about what do I want to do next and how can I start putting time into that craft? And when I think about like how you spend your time differently or what needs to change with your time, read more. Again, it's back to developing your craft, network, seek knowledge. You know, reflect on where you're making mistakes, reflect on life and what you want out of it, work out, do things that are really going to feed into you and make you a better person. The other thing I'm going to say, and this is really big, and I think sometimes it takes people a while to identify this, and I see this a lot right now in my current job, spend time in your priorities, not your distractions. If you're not sure what your priorities are, if you're in a corporate environment, ask your leader. If you're an entrepreneur and you're not sure what your priorities are, sit down and think about where you're making money. Those are your priorities. Or ask for help. This is this is the challenge. It's it's very easy a lot of times to give into the distractions because they're they're immediate, they're right in your face. But if you're not going to focus on your priorities, you can't really focus on or expect to be great. You can want to be great, but you can't expect it if you're not spending time on the things that are the the most value adding to you or your company or your business or whatever it may be. The other thing I'm going to say from a time perspective, as you start focusing on your priorities and you're doing different tasks, like I said, personal development, you're reading, you're networking, um, you know, you're doing the things that are making you better. One of the other pieces that's really big outside just where your time is going, stop spending so much time complaining and gossiping. Start spending time reflexing, reflexing, (laughs) reflecting and creating action plans that are going to help you get to a new level. Because if you're continuously spending your time the exact same way, gossiping, complaining, I don't like this, I don't like that, you're not going to get anywhere different. And the title of this and the goal of this is to help you get unstuck. When I talk about just getting unstuck, we talked about like your old self, the old habits you're going to have to break, uh, where your time is going, old fun. I won't go too far into this, but we all know there are certain things that we may have used to may have used to have done that were contradicting where we're trying to go or counterproductive to what we're trying to do. 
So if it's we're trying to get in shape and like I said, we're, we're staying out super late, we're eating fast food. They contradict each other. You can't get in shape if you're staying out late and you're eating fast food all the time. Yeah, when you're young, you probably listen to this and say, yeah, I can. I'm doing it right now. Right. <laughs> As you get older, that stuff starts to catch up with you and your habits need to change. And if you're so stuck in your ways, it's harder to make those adjustments to get to where you want to go. So just think about those four categories as far as like, what do you need to change about your current self to make your current self your old self so you can live into your new self? Where does your time need to be spent? And better yet, let me ask the question this way. How does your time need to be spent? What do you need to do to get to that next level? What personal development do you need to do? Who do you need to network? What do you need to learn? What books do you need to read? You know, how often do you need to be working out? Who do you need to be talking to? What coaches can help you get better? But looking at those categories, like it's going to help you identify why you're stuck in the first place. And I think anytime you 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 want to get unstuck, you've got to understand why you're stuck. The the challenge or the problem that I, I see often, and I used to, I think I was naive. Uh, and many people, like we don't, we don't talk on this enough, and I feel like leaders should, should speak on this more often. I don't think people, not, not always, but sometimes, most of the time, I don't think people don't know or don't understand why they're stuck. I think many times people have reflected They've thought about, you know, why am I at where I'm at? They understand what they don't like about the process. They understand that what I'm being asked to do is something that I don't want to do. But they also understand the fact that they're not willing to do what's being asked of them is the reason that they're stuck where they're at. So rather than than make the clear changes or make the changes that are right there in front of them that that tell them whether it's a coach, whether it's just the self-reflection, instead of making those changes... They'd rather sit back and focus on, I don't want to say this, instead of making the necessary changes, what they're doing is identifying this is the challenge or this is the problem of why I'm stuck, but I'd rather complain about it than actually make the, than make the necessary changes to get me to the next level. And I think that's a huge challenge. If you understand why you're stuck and you understand what you need to do to get unstuck, but you also understand that you don't want to take the action that's necessary to get you unstuck, that's a personal problem. And that goes back to the will versus skill. We all say we want to get better, but this is the time. Like once you've realized like this is why I'm stuck, this is where you get to to really call yourself out. Is it will versus skill? Do I really not understand why I'm stuck? Or is it that the changes that I need to make in my life I don't want to make because it's going to make me uncomfortable for a little while. And those are the things that I feel like really separate. I'm not going to say the, the, the great from the good or the good from the great, but those are the things that really separate your high performers from your, your middle level performers and your underperformers. Most of the things that we're doing in life, it's not rocket science. It's not something that's un, 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 unobtainable. But at the same time, in order to obtain whatever that goal is, whatever that desire is, whatever that need is, you have to change your behavior. And that's when it gets back to those four categories that we were talking about earlier. Can you outlive your old self? You know, where's your time being spent? Can you get rid of some of that old fun that's counterproductive to the the future version or the best version of yourself? And are you willing to change those habits? 
And if you can't answer those four questions of, yes, I'm willing to make those changes, you're not willing to be great. You're not willing to get unstuck. And you can you can doubt it. You can <laughs> say that's not true. You can do whatever you want with it. But just living on experience and, and talking to people that have been successful, you've got to make a decision on are you comfortable staying exactly where you are and getting the, the, the minimum increase or just being complacent in life and how you have it now? Or are you willing to make some of those adjustments, be coachable and go to that next level? And that's one of the beautiful things about life and business and just being a person. There's levels. And to get to those levels, you've got to develop. You know, you've got to do things that make you uncomfortable. You've got to consistently become a learner. And once you get into that process or that space of being a, a consistent learner, you're less... Uh, <laughs> you're less focused on the immediate gratification and more bought into the process. I talked about this a little bit in my last podcast, but when you can get to a point where you respect the process and understand that you trust the process, you're more likely to be successful because you're doing the things that you need to do because it's the right thing to do, not because if I do this, there's a reward attached to it. So I'm encouraging you as you jump into this week, as as you jump into this week, (laughs) We're midweek, it's Wednesday. As you look at the rest of the week, make sure that you are intentional about getting unstuck and make sure you're intentional about getting to the next level. I tell you this not to pick, but I tell you, you've gotta be coachable, you've gotta be willing to get uncomfortable if you wanna get to a new level. No one gets to a new level relaxing, chilling, coasting. You've gotta apply the effort and you gotta be consistent in it. So happy Wednesday. Hopefully everyone has had a productive week. W-I-N-S-D-A-Y, nothing but wins today. Be great. Think about it.